this episode of the Brilliantly Confused Podcast. This is your host, Kyler Dorsey. And uh, <clears throat> straight up, I think I'm just going to jump right into it. Uh, I wanted to talk about this uh, maybe a few days ago. I'd kind of had the idea. It was just something that kind of popped into my head. I. It was a difference between two things that I... I never thought about deep enough to truly realize that there was even uh, a difference to begin with. So the, what I'm talking about is um, <clears throat> the whole, uh, not really a fad, it's just I think more of a realization, uh, an- anti-social, anti-social, however the fuck you want to say it. Uh, I was thinking about it because I'm a very... Uh, seclusive person, reclusive person, I'm a fucking hermit. I can live in the middle of nowhere uh, by myself and be completely happy and have very, very limited contact with anyone, and I think I would be fine. It's just my personality. It's I'm fine with it. I have my select few friends uh, and family members that, you know, I, I need them in my inner circle, and... And that's it. And it's a very small number of people. And that leads me into what I think the other side of that of that coin is. And that, I think, would be uh, selectively social as opposed to antisocial. And I think that there's a blurred line there that a lot of people... A lot of people just kind of write off like, oh, I'm socially anxious or, you know, I'm, I'm just antisocial. I don't, you know, I don't really like going out and hanging out and doing things in public and blah, blah, blah. I think a lot of it's it's got to do with like a confidence issue for sure. Maybe how you were brought up. Maybe you didn't have like just like a large group of friends, you know. Maybe you just came up with a small circle. Maybe you moved around a lot. Uh, and, and didn't really get the chance to establish these relationships from a very, very early age. I certainly did. I've moved, fuck, I've been alive for 30 years, and I've, I've moved probably as many times as that. And, uh, <clears throat> uh, man, thinking about it, fuck, that might be why I am the way I am. Maybe that's why I am completely cool with being as seclusive or reclusive as I am. And, uh... You know, so there's a lot of things that I think that play a part in it, but I think, I think a big thing uh, that are that people are maybe confusing is that there's a difference as far as um, really it's 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 a it's a, it's a choice uh, when it comes to being socially selective uh, or selectively social, how you know, however you want to phrase that. Uh, that is, it's because it's not that I dislike the atmosphere of going out, maybe grabbing a drink with a few friends, or going to a show, or uh, fucking going to see a fight, or any, you know anything like that that involves being out amongst lots of people, festivals, you name it, whatever you want to, you know, anything, and. Um, it's not that I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like doing that. It's, it's just that I don't want to go out unless I'm doing that with, you know, like I said, there's, there's a very, very small number of select few people that, uh, you know, uh, 
And it, it's not a comfortability thing. It's not that I'm uncomfortable with strangers. It's just that, you know, like, I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> I've got my friends. I've got my circle. And I'm sticking to it. I don't know if that's just a stubborn thing that is in my head or not, you know. So I guess what brought on the thought was I was listening to some people kind of bicker back and forth about, um, I mean, fucking politics, of course. Uh, they were bickering back and forth about trade trade deals and, 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 and the, the pros and cons of uh, shipping all of our, sh- our, you know, like a lot of our manufacturing jobs, you know, putting them offshore somewhere, whether that be in Mexico or China or fucking wherever they make our shit, Vietnam, Korea, you know, no knock against the Koreans. Those, they make some of the best electronics and uh, some very, very good guitars, man, for sure. Uh, the Korean made Paul Reed Smith guitars are ridiculous. Uh, there's also some uh, Korean-made Fenders out there that are pretty, pretty, uh, pretty, pretty. Uh, they're pretty like well sought after by like collectors, and they'll they'll fetch well over what their you know original asking price is. <clears throat> but anyway, so uh, what I was getting at is I was listening to these guys. I say guys, I'm sorry. It was there was one guy, one gal, and they were not bickering. They were they were just having a, a good conversation about some of the pros and cons of 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 putting some of this manufacturing offshore. So on the one hand, you've got this. You're able to get uh, a lot of these things for I mean, a fraction of the cost. I mean, think about, I think a TV is a, is a perfect example. You think what TVs used to cost, oh, let's say 10 years ago, 11, 12 years ago. Uh, it's for something like a 60-inch, uh, a 60-inch high-definition LED um, smart TV. You know, which that was like, maybe, I don't even know if they had smart TVs. They probably didn't. They were probably still like exclusively relying on like an Apple fucking Apple TV or Roku or whatever. Uh, Regardless, a TV of that size? Uh, I mean, you're looking, you're looking at 1200 bucks easily. That's on sale. You know what I'm saying? So. As, as compared to a price of that, that same exact TV now, with the smart capabilities, the, 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 the built-in apps, or the ability to download apps for, you know, for the TV such as fucking Netflix, and, and Hulu, and ESPN, and I mean, fucking, I'm too high to name all these things right now, I don't know, but fuck, you can go to Walmart right now, pay three or four hundred bucks and get a, a 70, a, a bigger TV. You know, and, and, and that is a direct, uh, a direct fucking causation of shipping, you know, shipping things over overseas. Uh, there's a reason that your Jordans aren't made in Virginia. They're fucking made in Vagina by some tiny, small-handed kid. So, and, and they're still expensive. So, can you fucking imagine if you had some skilled artisan, some, like, 
leather craftsman, a, a, a shoe cobbler that works for Jordan who's been doing this uh, a bajillion years. He's like 90 years old and his hands are shaking. He looks like he has Parkinson's except for when he's like handcrafting this leather and stitching the soles in and it's 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 perfect craftsmanship every time that that shit that that's not what's happening you've got ying yang from yangyang province in blangblang china and he's fucking uh making these shoes for pennies on the dollar and they're still selling for hundreds of dollars a pair so if not more depending on what you got so if you want to look at that that and 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 hey man uh child labor I think is fucking horrible but I, I guess it provides a way to feed his family because they got a billion fucking people over there you know or more they they've got to they've got to do something uh, fucking they've got to do whatever they got to do I mean they're eating we, we just saw with the whole fucking uh, coronavirus outbreak in these wet markets in China like you see what they're eating over there they're eating that shit they're not going out and fucking grabbing bats just because they're like, oh, bat, medium rare, smoked on the pit, there's nothing better. You pair it up with the perfect beer and that's an orgasm in your mouth. No, nobody's fucking saying that. They're eating bats because they're fucking starving. They, they don't have a choice. Can you imagine how hard it is to catch a bat? Or, or, or sh- I mean, I guess, yeah, you got a shotgun, you can shoot that fucker down, but... Uh, I mean, how, how fluidly are shotguns rolling around in China? I don't even think there's certain parts of China you could have a pocket knife on you. So, I doubt, you know, these cats are running around in China with shotguns just blowing bats out of caves and trees. There, It's got to be way more to it than that, and what I'm getting at is they're only doing that because they are fucking starving. So point is you've got the pros of you've you're able to get these cheaper you're able to get cheaper products and I guess back in the day when they started shipping these manufacturing jobs over overseas it was it was all about materialism and capitalism uh, capitalism it was you'll be having a you'll be able to have the big TV and have the nice surround system and, 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 and have all these different material things and you know the shoes and the clothes and the belts and the fucking purses and the handbags and the Gucci this and the Versace that and the fuck what else they got and and and, and, and you're able to get that at a, at a price that you know you most, uh, I guess you could say, like middle, maybe middle class Americans can afford to get, and it's a, it's all about clout. It's it's to be able to tell your homie, yeah, bitch, I just got a 75 inch TV. Won't you come over and watch the game at my house? Because your 60 inch is a pussy. You know, I don't want to have to stand four feet closer to the TV to be able to see the game. No, man, fuck you. I, I want to be able to see that bitch when I'm taking a shit in the toilet across the house. So, you put that, you kind of put that out in the ether and let that start floating around the atmosphere and it's, it's, oh, you know, the na- you start talking about the neighbors, you're like, oh, fucking Joe, did you see his new truck? It's 
beautiful fucking. It's got all the leather seats and it's got navigation and it's got a sunroof and the fucking thing drives itself and it'll pull 18 million pounds uh, out of wet fucking quicksand. Like, you know, like you start, they start putting it in your head about, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta keep up with the Joneses, man. And the way to, the way to keep up with the Joneses is to be able to keep it always at least just within reach. Not, not so far out of reach where you're like, oh wow, that, 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 that new motorhome you got there, Bill. Fuck, that's a, that's a beauty. I'll never have one of those. Congratulations. Nah, no, 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 no. What they want to do is they want to put it just within reach to where it's like, ah, I could take out a loan for that. Oh, you know, what's what's 4.9% interest over 30 years? That's nothing. That's nothing. That's I'm not even going to see that money come out of my check. That's fucking, that's petty cash. And, and all it does is it just fucking drives you into debt because you gotta, you gotta look cool for some guy you probably talk to uh, once a week and not even a, a talk. You probably like get home from work or the grocery store and you see him in the yard and you, you're walking inside and you're, you're walking through your driveway and like, oh, you give him a little head nod, uh, some acknowledgement that he exists and then you carry on about your fucking day. But in the meantime, you're paying $1,200 in a fucking, in a, in a fucking truck note because Jim next door just bought a new F-250 and, you know, you weren't feeling your Tacoma anymore. It just wasn't cutting it. So, they kind of put this mindset of, of, of uh, <clears throat> constant growth over time. Not everything has to constantly out. You don't have to do better this quarter than you did last quarter. You can, uh, you know, depending on who you ask, that's the only way. But there's also a such thing as comfortability. And I think that if you re you reach a certain, uh, you reach, you know, a certain level of comfortability, you don't, you don't really need to, you don't feel the need to go out and fucking try to keep up with uh, James Earl Jones next door. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're, you're like, oh man, you, nice truck, dude. That's beautiful. I'm, I'm happy for you. That's awesome. I, I, I genuinely still uh, enjoy what I've got. And, and, and <clears throat> fucking, we're both right. We're both, you know, there, there's no wrong way to do it. I'm not saying that, I'm not, a, I'm not a fucking hater. You know, like, if you got, if you've got what you got and, and, and you're doing you, I mean, fuck yeah, dude, you're killing it. Uh, I'm just saying that I think that it, no matter what, I think that you should, you should live within your means and you should do something that makes you comfortable. Uh, living within your means, you know, don't don't make forty thousand dollars a year and go out and buy an eighty thousand dollar truck. That's stupid. But what I was getting at was, I feel like this was, you know, again here we go cynicism, a little bit of uh, conspiracy theorism in there. Uh, 
Could be a, you know, could be a plot. You know, maybe uh, maybe there's a reason that keeping up with the Joneses is a term. Maybe it was, you know, I, I feel like uh, the powers that be felt that they had more to gain because if you buy, now you can afford to keep up with the Joneses at a, at a, at a more reasonable price. You can afford the big, big giant, big giant TV. Uh, at, a, at a much better price, but guess what? That motherfucker's gonna break a year from now, two years from now, however long. I mean, you know, I guess it depends on how well you take care of your shit. Uh, but eventually, that motherfucker's gonna break, and I guarantee you, it's gonna break a lot quicker than if uh, it was uh, built with a bit of craftsmanship and you know some solid engineering behind it. Don't get me wrong. I think that uh, I think that every kind of I think that everything kind of has its place, um, but it doesn't. I guess what I want to get at is is you can buy all of these things. It doesn't matter. You can you can surpass the Joneses and still not uh, and still not be able to fill your cup. You know, still have. Uh, you know, still have have part of your your soul, I guess. Like, you're just not happy. So, uh, I, the other side of that argument uh, that the gentleman was making was was this, and it was we used to have these manufacturing jobs in our our small towns, in our, our you know our cities, and we had our own industry here. We were very very self sufficient in a lot of ways. And yet, it was more expensive, but it, 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 it seemed to have, there's a sense of pride when you, especially, I've, you know, I've lived in big city, I've lived in Cleveland, I've lived in a town of fucking 3,000 people, I, I've lived in a lot of different places, and As long as the community feels like there's some sort of like uh, a sense of pride and a sense of uh, community, then those are the those are the happiest ones. It's not. I've seen. I've lived in a trailer park where every year they would do this big. Uh, uh, what is it called? Is it boucherie? Maybe it's a. It, it, Basically, you're, you're, you're smoking this, like, whole pig. It's like a big barbecue. Gigantic fucking cookout, and it's a good time. We, we would do them. They would do them uh, around. Or not around. They would do them for the Super Bowl every year. And this is a trailer park where everybody is scrounging to make ends meet. Nobody's doing hot, you know, it's it's not a, an area of financial um, frugality, I guess, would be a good way to put it. But there was a sense of community. Like you knew your neighbor kind of had you back. Like you, you know, for one, you fucking knew your neighbor. Like that was you know that's. I live in a subdivision now, and I mean I'm not very separated. I, I see my neighbors all the time. I couldn't tell you their fucking names. I have no idea. I don't know what they do for a living. I don't know their names. Uh, I know what, what they drive. That's about it. I know what they look like. I can pick them out of a lineup. <clears throat> but 
there's never a there's never a point in which uh, the coronavirus did something in my neighborhood, and you know maybe it did uh, in a wider a wider uh, a stance than just just my neighborhood. I would imagine so, but for the first time in my neighborhood, I saw all of the fucking neighborhood kids just riding bikes and hanging out and their parents were all in the front yard and chilling and uh, visiting each other and getting to know each other. I have never seen this. Ever. Everyone's very much themselves. Everyone's, you know, gotta get mine. I'm waking up. I'm here for me and my family and the rest of you guys can get fucked. Uh, I thought that was really cool. Like, it was so wild. Like, you had to drive. Like, you you couldn't drive through my neighborhood. It was like you had to fucking just constantly keep your foot in the brake. There was that many kids just hanging out, playing basketball, fucking riding their bikes, riding scooters, skateboards, just playing in the yard. It was, it was beautiful because that's how I came up. I, my, I was a latchkey kid. My parents didn't get home till late. I, I'd get home from school and I would have three or four hours to just fucking kill, you know? So oftentimes it was, I was going out into the neighborhood, hanging out with my friends. There was a, uh, I remember in one of the places I lived, there was, there was a few of the places I lived actually, there was a big patch of woods right next to where I lived, uh, the apartment complex. So, you know, my friends would have forts in the woods and there was these trails. Uh, I remember, I remember there was this one part Oh man, I must have been mm, probably 10 years old. Uh, there was this one part that there was a road that would cut through like this little section of wood uh, close to my house and there was an underpass because there had to be a bridge uh, to cross over this creek that cut through. And underneath the overpass uh, in the tunnel or under the bridge, uh, there was always like a, a few homeless people that would hang out there. So like, you know, we were stupid nine and 10 year old kids in the nineties, fucking, we would go and we thought it was an adventure. We would try to like creep as close to the homeless, like the homeless, the bums that we could. And they would, they would, they would freak out and what are you doing here? Blah, blah, blah. And we'd all run away laughing like, hi, ah! like uh, they're gonna kill us, boy. <laughs> <laughs> they probably were or would have killed us given us the opportunity so <laughs> fucking uh yeah maybe it wasn't the best idea but you know whatever i'm still here and uh but but I, what i was trying to say is there's there was that sense of of community that you can you can go out and and you were happier with your work uh there's I, I can't even name studies because one I'm too stupid to know them uh, but, uh, but I know they're out there there's there's a fucking there's a direct correlation with um, the feeling of m- meaningfulness and having uh, uh, a job or a career that you care about that is one of the biggest benefactors of I think personal happiness is do you have a job that you are fulfilled by? You know, does it fill your cup? You know, 
Is it something that you love to do? Do you feel like it gives you a purpose? And we're just coming out of, we're not even coming out of, we're still smack dab in the middle of it. Fuck, uh, the biggest economic depression that this country's ever seen, over 40 million people are unemployed and have been so for some time now. I mean, we're pushing, we're pushing three months. They really, really started to shut shit down at the very, you know, towards the beginning of March. Uh, April went by. Uh, they gave a little stimulus check, $1,200, to try to sprinkle a little bit of water on the flames. That didn't do shit, but, you know, whatever. It makes you think about if they had all that money, it was like something like two, two trillion dollars, three trillion, four trillion, I don't remember. It was trillion, trillion dollars with a T, you know. Lots of zeros behind that shit. And uh, they had that money to, to, to bail out a lot of people, but what the, what was the first thing that they bailed out the airlines? They gave them a fucking uh, a stimulus. Uh, what was it called? Something something. Uh, fuck. I was listening to some people talk about it this morning. Basically, it was like a payroll guarantee. Look, don't fire your people. We're gonna guarantee that they they meet their their criteria as far as their. We're gonna pay them. We are gonna fucking pay them. Don't worry about it. Don't fire them. Uh, the airlines are going, don't worry, yeah, 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 cool. What are you going to fucking do without us? Start a new airline? Uh, that's so cocky. They, so they got bailed out. They were told directly not to fire any of their people. And uh, they're like, okay, yeah, we'll play your game. Collected the money, and then boom, as soon as shit starts moving again, what do they do? They lay them all off. Uh, what? You know, like, that's stupid. So... I don't know, I'm an idiot. I don't want to dive into that type of shit because I don't fucking really know the nuances and the ins and outs and all the details and this, that, and what have you. Uh, but, <sighs> ah, shit like that just fucking drives me nuts. So, getting back to what I was saying before is I think that, I think that there's a, there's a thing, there's something to be said about the differences between that sense of uh, community that you can get, or at least potentially, you're gonna have higher prices of, of products. That's that's just something that's gonna be uh, a given. We're, we would just have to accept if you know that that would be the circumstance. But I guess another pro to the to that side would be if some shit went down like it is now. If fucking World War Three started tomorrow, we ended all trade with China. Who makes? most of our shit and we decided hey we gotta fucking isolate ourselves off from the world it's getting real out there and we need to focus on us we don't have I don't know if saying that we wouldn't have the ability to do so is the right way to, to put it because I'm sure I mean that's the cool thing about America is if when you know when push comes to shove we just fucking find a way you know we make it we just make it happen but we're not prepared immediately to start manufacturing all of our own shits, like cell phones and clothes. And I mean, you think of how many things in your house have a made in China sticker on it. We're not, we don't have the infrastructure to just start, like, flip the switch, be like, ah, 
Guess what? Tomorrow, all of our hand soap, we're making it here, fuckers. That's it. Make America great again. Fucking hand soap is gonna be here, baby. You know, we would have to convert other chemical factories into to, to, to soap factories. You know, like, we, we just don't have the infrastructure. It would take some time. But it could be worth it in the long run. Uh, it, there's something to be said about the fulfillment uh, that you can get from a sense of pride in, in, in what you do and, and, and a sense of pride in your community and a sense of pride in knowing, not even a sense of pride, but a sense of, of just comfortability, reassurance that you know your neighbor's got your back, your neighbor knows that you have their backs and that everyone in your, your communities, we're, we're in it, you know, we're all in it. You know, so it's something to think about. I think it's a pretty interesting uh, concept that there is a there is a difference between uh, being antisocial and being selectively social. And whichever one you are, I mean, fuck, all water floats boats, right? You know, so whatever flavor your water is. That is what it is. That's just how you operate, and that's how you flow. That's how you, your brain works, and uh, it's all to be respected. It's all to be loved. And uh, I just pulled here, uh, pulled up here at the grocery store, and I'm about to go do a little bit of shopping. And uh, <laughs> fuck, I was not at all planning on recording this today. Uh, I just did a, uh, an episode uh, last night. And this was this was literally just something that was I popped into my head the other day. I heard some things that some other folks were saying that were kind of relative to the same topic and it started making my gears spin and you know the ideas kind of going so I figured I'd try to record them while they were there. Uh, as always, fucking thanks for sticking with me and uh, listen to me bitch about shit and uh, fucking I'll see you guys next time. Thanks.